Okay, good morning. Today's class is Lunishma Yerkma Dinam Gadassim Lunema, Foshalim Harshalim Yamina Hadinam Sarah, and Tobaleva Srifka. Also, success in Yashamayim Vilisha, Benavakadil Vilisha, Emin Vilisha, Shefosha, Reda Malkavatova Basha. Success of all the soldiers. Also, this class success of all the soldiers, and success that everybody should be healed, and all the captives, everybody has been, all the hostages should be returned. Amen. Amen. This Thursday night, we have a very, very special opportunity. Rabbi Pinson and me are doing a class together, and as you know, obviously we've we've all heard his teachings. We've benefited tremendously, and he's actually coming into town, and it's going to be at Nativa Ezra at eight o'clock. Um, first come, first serve. We will not be charging. We were actually we want sponsors. We have we need four more sponsors for five hundred dollars. Whoever wants to sponsor, they don't. I'll sponsor myself. I'll be happy to. Um, and that's going to be Rabbi Pinson. Rabbi Pinson again. He's written over thirty books, and the, the, his his. His, his, his ability to bring uh, practical Kabbalah down to us is what we're doing. So all we're doing is bringing all these high-level teachings to a very practical sense. Uh, and he has, he's, he has that ability. So we're going to um, squeeze him a little bit. We're going to squeeze him. I'm going to ask him a lot of questions. And it'll be an hour, hour and a half event. We're going to have wine just to open people's minds up a little bit. We don't need stiff people, anxious people. We need people that are open to growth. That is the most important thing. Now, now more than ever, it's not. It's we have to open people up, because all of this, all of this fears and etc., is creating tremendous catastrophes. Remember, we have to remember. We just finished learning the parsha of of Lech Lecha, and basically the message is very clear. After exile, after a person goes through exile, he merits great wealth. Right, so the, there's a great concept behind this. That means that after this is all over, there will be a great wealth of knowledge. There'll be a great wealth of wealth. Who, who knows what's going to be? But there's always something at the end of the tunnel. Well, God forbid tunnels. I have tunnels in my head. There's always something at the end. If only, if only these idiots would take the money and, and build buildings instead of tunnels, then you know it would solve a lot of problems. But obviously, the world is upside down. And so are people's minds. And now more than ever, we have to stand up and we have to be strength. Even mentally strong. You should be physically, mentally, and emotionally strong nowadays. Get yourself in the gym. You know, you never know who's going to whack you in the head. You, you, know, you physically have to be today. It's not enough to... to you, you, you have no idea. College students, these little running after people. Again, mentally, physically, and emotionally strong. Put yourself in that position. I'm just telling you. Who knows who's going to be there? I'm not telling you to be afraid of them, but you have to physically be strong, etc. At the end of the day, we are, remember, remember this concept. We just have to go halfway there. And then the rest is God. So you need to do halfway there. The rest is not you. Don't think you have to win the whole thing. You have to go halfway. You have to show strength. The rest is up to you. Today we're going to listen, hear an unbelievable concept. Um, this concept, and, and, and again, the, the past few days have been, have been a little rocky for me. There's a lot of a couple of issues happening, and I, whatever you're getting is really I'm squeezing the, 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 the I'm squeezing to do these classes, literally squeezing. So bear, bear have patience. Also, please share and rate the podcast, spread the podcast. Again, the more people we get, stronger, the better the situation is. What is the meaning of a sacrifice? What is the meaning? He says, we're going to take this from the Sparks of Berdichev, from Rabbi Yitzhak of Berdichev, from Yaakov Kleine. He really, this is a really, really very empowering book. And he says, you know, if you think about when people go through pain, this is an incredible message. 
He says, after Hashem promised Abraham Avinu the land of Eretz Yisrael, he immediately built an altar and he offered korbonot. He offered a sacrifice to the master of the world. What is the significance of a sacrifice? Why did Abraham do this? What, what, what makes you happy and what makes you not happy? Think about it. When you go through a breakup, when you go through a situation in life, it's usually you're thinking about what's going to happen to me, right? For example, a family member of mine, you know, this whole situation has brought her to major anxiety. And one of the anxieties is she can't go to Turkey anymore to shop. Okay? Do you understand? She can't go to Turkey. So all of a sudden she has extra, extra anxiety. Oh, there goes my vacation. So she's, you know, just like COVID, for example. When COVID came out, you know, all of a sudden, oh, it's not COVID itself. It's, oh my God, my kids are homeschooled. I have to deal with my kids all day. I have to deal with the mask all day in my face. There were so many, there's so many... There's so much, so many things that are connected to that event that all of a sudden all these things pop in your head and this is why people really, really, they can't handle situations. Because basically they can't handle situations because all of a sudden they, five things pop up, they're overwhelmed and they shut down and they go into anxiety. But that should not be your pain. Your pain should be completely different. And this is incredible. He says, let us stop and consider for a follow, following for a moment. When we are hurt, when we feel down, or when something happens in our lives, what is it that's making us happy? What's, what's making us, that's not making us unhappy? He says, the Lelovia Berdichov says, if we are crying merely because we are hurting, or joyous because something good is happening, our pain is incomplete. If you're happy, let's say if you're happy, for example, let's say you receive money, you're happy. So your, 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 your mindset is, oh, now I don't have to worry about it. Correct? You don't have to worry about that now. I don't have to worry stress about that. Or let's say, you know, the relationship works out. Oh, thank God, I don't have to deal with the Shalom Bayit issue that's banging me up all day long. You know, you normally it's a very self-centered. Again, all of us do this. Until I read this, I'm like, oh, I never thought of it like that. Normally, 99% of the things that we go through, it's not, it's not really for heaven's sake. It's really for, what is it? Is, is it going to bring me... Now I'm going to have to deal with this headache. Now I have to deal with this situation. Now I have to deal with, like, now I can't go to Turkey. There's a lot of selfness. So that joy, even if you're happy when you get good news, it's really incomplete because the joy is really, really just self-centered. It's really for you, so you don't have to, you're not, you don't have to fear anymore. Or, or, the, or let's say, uh, you know, why do we break up with people and then we feel bad? Oh, I don't have to be alone. Um, I have to go search for another person. I have to go date again. You're not really thinking about the divine. You're not thinking really about the divine in the situation. You're really thinking about, you're going to have to go deal with dating again. And that's going to be a headache. And this is going to be a headache. It's all going to be a headache. But it's all a headache that I have to deal with burdens now. It's not, you're not talking about the burden of the Shekhinah. He teaches that the proper reaction to something painful happening in our lives is to feel the anguish not over the physical pain but rather over the realization that this pain is going to inhibit your service of God. That's incredible, by the way, which is so true. If you have a Shalom Bayit, you're not going to have the head to pray the right way. You're not going to have the, the ability to sit down and, and, and have contemplation. If I lose money, I have to worry about money, and I have to worry about this, I can't pay that. I can't sit down and, and, and learn a book, and, and, and my head is going to be there. I'm not saying, telling me about my... But in general, when people go through... They're not thinking, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to focus now in prayer. Now I have to start thinking about this. Or I have to think about that. I can't focus. That's going to stop me from having clarity 
and getting into higher consciousness in prayer. That should be the real pain. And that pain becomes a heavenly pain. Because your creator, we've always said this many times. You know, when I got divorced and I, I was single, I was thinking about, I was thinking about, I don't want this, I'm, I don't want to lose my spirituality. I wasn't thinking about, who am I going to get? What am I going to get? What girl am I going to get? My soulmate. I wasn't thinking about that. I'm like, I put, I put 12 years of, of teachings, of rest of teaching. I've learned this for 12 years. I, God forbid, if I go tomorrow and start hanging out in Miami with the, with the, with the improper people, I'm going to lose my spirituality. So that pain would stop me from serving God. I didn't have the intention. I didn't read this before. But technically, that is, that's why I got married so quickly. Because that was not just my pain. That's my creator's pain also. Because he knows that's true. It was gonna, it's going to stop me from serving God. That is the real lack of joy. Lack of joy is when I'm not going to be able to serve God anymore. So I need this, to, I need this resolved. I need this resolved. And that's where you can pray for things to be resolved. Creator of the world. I need money. I need money because if I have at least a little money, I don't have to worry about uh, getting a call here and getting my wife flipping out that she doesn't have food to eat, God forbid. Wherever a person is on his own level, but when, you've, when, you really, when you really pitch it that way, and that you really have to believe in it, then you actually get the prayer answered immediately. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's an, it's, it's an incredible way on how. And that's a sacrifice. This is what he's saying here. He teaches that the proper reaction is, is to feel the pain, not an over-realization that this pain is not going to allow you to serve God. Conversely, when something is wonderful in our lives, the joy you should have is that joy is going to make you have more joy to serve God. Where today, when you get good news with money, sometimes the money distances you from God. It doesn't bring you closer. You don't have more joy. You have more misery because now you have more problems and more headaches. And that's when you channel it the wrong way. And this is a really, really a mind-blowing concept. Because if you think about your issues, where is your creator involved in your issues? Is this just a self-centered thing? Or is, this, is, your, is there any space of your creator where your creator could see that if you do fix this issue, you will become better and you will become, um, and, and you will have more, he'll get pleasure. Because remember, there's a concept which is unbelievable. Another unbelievable concept. Again, I, I wish all of you guys would really, really go all in on this Hasidus because it, it, the higher consciousness that you get and you think bigger, it's, it's, it's greater than anything, is when I am praying with Kavana, when I am praying with good intention, okay, normally in prayer, I get something out of it, right? I get a relief. I get my prayer answered. I strengthen my hope. But when you pray in, a, in the way where you can have that kavana and you have that deep conversation with your creator, what's happening is, is you actually are giving your creator pleasure. So instead of you becoming the female, the receiver, he becomes the receiver. The shechina becomes the receiver. And you become the male. You actually flip the switch because your creator gets, he gets, he gets pleasure when people are believing themselves and when they believe in themselves and they believe in their prayers can get answered, your creator gets pleasure from this. this just like a father would get pleasure from a son opening up a business. And there's only one person that a father would probably want to, to be more successful than him would be your son. I would want my son to be more successful than me. And I would be happy with that. And I would do anything for that to happen. Right? Because that, it, it's coming. So the same thing. 
Our Creator wants us to be more to be successful. So He gives us pleasure. We get that pleasure. And all we have to do is have that intention. So this is where the 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 the, the your happiness is incomplete. Your happiness is incomplete if it's if if this oh, I need this war to be over. I'm happy that the war is over because I can go back to Turkey. That's that that's not really complete joy. Yes, it is joy. I, I don't want to go back to Turkey. And Maldives, forget that. I can't believe the Maldives. That was a place of, of Simcha, but now it's obviously not happening anymore. But the whole point is that our joy cannot be... Comp- the real complete joy is that it involves Shekhinah. If, for example, if you say, wow, I made that deal, now thank God I'm going to be able to support this organization X amount of money, so I'm going to be able to, to make people happy. Basically, you want to be able to be a receiver in order to be a giver. You understand? When I receive in order to give, I keep the pipeline opening. But if I'm receiving, so it's only me involved, and nobody else is receiving afterwards, and there's really, really, the joy is incomplete. And this is why you see so much today, why so, so happiness is ups and downs, because it's not really, you know, people want a soulmate. No, at the end of the day, they just want to be alone, and they don't want to be this. And, 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 and how do you know that? Troubles. When troubles come, I can't deal with this. It's too much. It's too much of a problem. It's got nothing to do with the shechina. So when you start thinking about this, this is the way you have to ask yourself. Ask yourself, where is my creator in this situation? Is my joy? Do I have a create? Is my is there a, a creator in the? Is Hashem somehow? Am I? Is this news? If this is going to work out, will I become stronger in spirituality? Will I become stronger? Then you have something to be happy about. You have something to be happy about. If it's not really bringing you closer to Hashem, then there's the, it'll eventually fade. <laughs> it'll eventually fade. When the Bredichavar explains that this idea of a sacrifice, when a person offers a sacrifice to Hashem, he's demonstrating that he views whatever Hashem sends his way through the prism of his, of his, of his service to God, elevating his joy and pain, in, 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 is a smoke. That's a sac- That's why he was happy. So Abraham Avinu, what did he do? When he recognized he was going to get the Holy Land, and there was no doubt that he was going to get the Holy Land, Eretz Yisrael, what was he happy? He says, wow, if we get the Holy Land, we're going to be able to glorify God's honor more than ever. So when you ask for strength, and when you ask for good news, and you ask for things, it's going to bring me to service more. When you ask for health, yes, when you're, when you're healthier, you could serve. You could. You could serve it. You're. You're much easier when you have healthier. You have ability to what? To 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 get closer and closer to your Creator. All of these things. So you should ask health. Health. I want to get health. I should because if I don't have health, I can't give a class. And and giving a class gets me closer. So I always ask for peace so I can have a clarity to have a class. I ask to be able to have this so I can have the 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 the, the concentration. And that is why the majority of my prayers are getting answered. Because there's always, the end goal is always to strengthen people for the podcast, for, for the general, for the Avodah Hashem. That's my, really, really a lot of my goals. Or it's, it's charity. So this is how I always channel it through that. If it's self-centered, then there's no real, you might get it. There's not saying you're not going to get it. It's not, it's not true. You will get it. But you'll see that it will eventually dissipate that joy. And this is why we're, there's so much moodiness and so much ups and downs a lot. is because maybe the intention is off. 
Maybe the intention is off. You should, for example, if a guy's single, he should say, I'll need to get married because you told me if I don't get married, I'm, I'm half, half a person. And with, without keeping the Brit, there's really no way you will develop spiritually. There's no way. It's impossible. <laughs> so if you're asking God, I want to get married so I can develop spiritually, and I need my wife to be my constriction, and she's the, she's the second half, and otherwise my soul will never be flourished. So then I can give me a strategy on how to fix the blemishes that I have. Then you will get strength, because now it's heaven's problem also. It's heaven's problem. And when it's heaven's problem, the Gemara says, when a person puts Hashem as a partner in constriction, he will get double. So do you understand now why, now why you, you, depression is so, it's so self-centered? Because at the end of the day, God wants you to serve Him with happiness. You're just not putting Him in the equation. You're putting yourself in the equation. That's why depression is such a problem. Where a broken heart is very valued. Because the brokenness is not just you. It's the brokenness over both of you. For example, there, there's a concept that at Hatzot, Hashem is waiting for those to, whoever cries out with the Shekhinah, that means at the time of Hatzot, the Shekhinah, the feminine aspect of Hashem, comes down and is, is crying out over the, over the temple. So basically what you're doing is, is you're showing up and crying with the Shekhinah. Over, over, of the exile of what's happening. And through crying out, you will rebuild. So you should, it's not to say, I need to wake up so I can... No, it's, it's because you missed an appointment with your Creator. You left Him, you abandoned Him, and you were sleeping in these times of uncomfort. That is more the issue. Obviously, people can do what they can do, but right now you have to... The, 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 the concept that we were living in this world before what happened... It, it was just way too passive. And I've always said this. But God, this is not something new. I mean, finally, Miami wants to do classes. Welcome. Welcome, Miami. Like, where, where the hell have we been? We were way too freaking passive and comfortable. I don't live like that. But this is the mentality that people were living in. And it takes something like this to shake everybody, the, the you-know-what, up. But this is the way you should be doing it. And if you look at these all these protests that we're so bothered about, what were we doing? What were you doing in Israel? You were protesting too. So God has to show you measure for measure the protest. You were protesting over stupidity. They are protesting over the stupidity. Do you understand? Everything at the end of the day rectifies. Everything in the way, we'll do a class on this just to bring this concept down. The world works measure for measure. The fact that you don't have ratzon, that you don't have desire in your life over growth is a problem. Because you come from a soul that has infinite potential and you're putting a, you're basically hitting 10% of your potential. So whatever heaven has to do, heaven has to do whatever he can to get you out of that 10% capacity. And that's the bottom line. And this is why all this is coming. This is all this is getting us to closer to want the Mashiach more. Before, if you ask somebody else, do you want Mashiach? You know what, I'm going, to, I'm going to Colorado in the summer. I'm going to deal, maybe after. It could be three weeks. Then I'm going to ask, a couple of months. Maybe next summer when I'm... Now, please, I'm choking. Before I was a, I need to, I need to, please let me schedule Mashiach. Sorry, you know, according to my map, according to my schedule. Now, you're choking. You're choking. Do you understand? You're choking. 
This is the difference. Somebody has somebody has a, a hand in your throat today saying, yes, I can't live like this anymore. Period. I cannot do this anymore. That's the difference today. Before it was scheduled. We scheduled it in. We, scheduled, we pencil, penciled in the appointment with Mashiach if he comes. But nobody was, nobody was really, uh, you know, nobody was really that crazy. Oh, let me make the money and then... I'm just trying to explain to you, we all fall into this. I, we, also, if you told me two, three years ago, Mashiach, you know, I'm pretty, things are okay, you know, you know okay, here, the, but the sense of urgency of praying for Mashiach or, or these, hearing these Chabads, we, want Mashiach, we, we, we didn't flinch, we didn't flinch, we didn't have a, you know, when you heard Chabad say, we want Mashiach, we, we didn't, you know, it didn't change you, it didn't change you, it didn't do anything to you, it, you didn't sing along with them. Maybe you did if you were, you know, you had a couple of, but it didn't really change you. So I'm just trying to explain to you now. It's becoming a, a sense of wow. This is this is real, real. This is real, and this is again. This is the way we're always supposed to be living. We're supposed to be living with a sense of urgency, with the sense of growth, with with not happy seeing our brothers completely distant and similar. We're not supposed to be happy. So this is a, this is hopefully a major wake up call. So remember the point of this class, and this class is a, a, a tremendous concept that you need to recalibrate your GPS, recalibrate your joy. That means why am I? What are you? What are you doing that's bringing you joy? For example, you work out. Yes, working out gives you more. If you're stronger, you will mentally be be able to concentrate more, so you can channel that. You can make money. Same thing. Let me lose weight, so I don't have to be, you know be so uh, tired when I work when I want to. Can't even open up a book, so all of this stuff that we that people want money to, to be in shape, they can channel it the right way, because at the end of the day, serving God requires a tremendous amount of sacrifice. It requires sacrifice. It, it, you need a mentally, you need to be mentally strong to pray. You need mentally. It's not. I can just sit there and pray. The last thing I there was somebody. There's a group of women that are doing a six-hour hisbodedut. Okay. I, 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 I should have talked about this earlier, but they're doing a six-hour Hizbodedut. There's a concept that if you have a six-hour Hizbodedut, Rabbi Rush speaks about that. I've never gotten to a six-hour Hizbodedut. I've had a six-hour nap, but I have not had a six-hour Hizbodedut. I, I can't commit to six hours myself. I, I, I don't know why, but I just can't do it. That, they, that you could actually, miracles can happen to free hostages. So there's a group of women that are doing this, and it's very powerful. Remember, ten measures of speech came to the world. Women got nine of them. So, you know, women need to be doing a lot of talking right now. If you have nine measures of speech, at least use it for the right way. So there is a concept that you do a six-hour hisbodedut. It has the power to, 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 to break a decree. And basically, a group of women did it, and they did it. And as soon as they did it, they got the, the hostages were, some of these hostages were, were released. And that's but between you and me. It's absolutely a miracle that any hostage was absolutely released. So may Hashem help us all. We shall merit to 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 just put your creator, just put your creator in your joy. Because otherwise the joy is incomplete. It's incomplete. Whatever I'm going through, I have a son that's off the derech. I have a this headache. If I have to deal with this, I can't study. That, that study is going to keep me away from serving God. Then you will be answered all the time. Just like when I was single, that if I go out and go out of here, this is not going to allow me to go learn Lukudim Moran 
and it's going to affect me. Please fix it. Here you go. Here's your wife. I'm just telling you, you, there's a way to pitch it in heaven that it works for both of us. It's called win-win. I win, the Shechina wins. Versus I win, and the Shechina I'm not so interested in. And any joy that comes, any victory that comes, where it's just you, and as not, and your divine service, you don't become better in your divine service, it's an incomplete win, because what's going to happen? You're going to feel emptiness after that win, because it's a self-centered win, and then what's going to happen afterwards? You're going to chase another win, and then you're going to continue to feel empty. So let's flip the switch, and this is, a, I think, this is a tremendous strategy on how to put our creator into it. Have a great day. Thank you.